Our first guest tonight is a wildly successful actor, writer, director, and ceramicist with a very funny memoir, which is now in paperback. For those of you who are too cheap to buy the hard one, it's called Yearbook. Please say hello to Seth Rogen. going on, but you've come ver become very handsome and very stylish over, like, the last 10 years. I don't know what happened either. It's weird. I, I look at it, I'm like, wow, that, I really pulled something off here. Yeah. I don't know what that is. You're really putting <laughs> it all together. By the way, I was talking to a couple in the audience. They're, um, they are here from Australia. Oh, yeah, them, yeah. And they are going to Las Vegas. They're on their honeymoon right now. Cool. They're going to see Cirque du Soleil. Are you going to do shrooms? <laughs> <laughs> if you need them, I can sell you some. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was kind of yeah. getting. Yeah. Did you have fun at the Oscars? I did have fun at the Oscars. Thank you for being... You were great. You were hilarious. Thank that you. Thank awesome. you for being so good-humored. And uh, you were sitting right there with Steven Spielberg, which I, I love. I, don't, I just love that whole thing. I love the idea of the two of you together. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah it is weird. <laughs> I asked you it, what you were um, on at the Oscars, and you seemed to, you said nothing. I mean, en enough to get me through. It's okay. a long show, yeah. But, and, then, uh, and then there's a lot of parties afterwards, and that's where, you know, I, I kick it up a notch, a small notch. I yeah. see. But you don't want to get too messed up. There's a lot of powerful people at these events. That's true. And these parties. It's like Jeff Bezos is there. Like, you don't want to get too f and alienate Jeff Bezos. <laughs> like, like, that guy owns a spaceship. Like, you don't want to piss anyone off who owns a spaceship. It's something that I've learned but, throughout my life. Yeah, yeah. I know. I actually should have learned that. But, yeah, I don't yeah. think I did. Yeah. Once you're spaceship rich, you, you look out for that mother Yeah. <laughs> What is your, uh, as far as Steven Spielberg goes, yeah. is is your relationship as it appears? It appears that you guys have like a almost familial relationship now. We do. He really, really, we we got along very, very, very well. Yeah. The the day after the Oscars, he was literally like texting me pictures he took of me and my wife and and John Williams sitting behind him all night. He was turning around and taking pictures. Wow. He's like a quelling father. Uh, yeah. In in that, yeah, he loves me and he's in complete denial about how much weed I smoke. Is so, he really? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah. He doesn't want to know about it. He doesn't yeah, want to yeah, believe I mean, it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't bring it up that much. People make jokes. I'm literally like, eh? yeah. <laughs> is that the only person you're self-conscious about that in front of? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Did you ever try to get him to try it? No, never, never. No. He's uh, he he talked about it. Obviously, he'll joke about it and stuff like that. But no, he he. I don't want to be the guy who like breaks Steven Spielberg brain you know what i mean like that that's that's a heavy burden that's the last that's the last thing i need to do that um it yeah, no, a real he, feather in your cap exactly. in some ways yeah, I, got a, I got a good and i ended cinema as we know it uh, yeah I, I don't need to do that after the show did you, you you said you went to the parties which party did you go to i went to the vanity fair party vanity uh, fair. yeah okay. uh, that's the one i was invited to and yeah i uh, it was fun i hung out i i uh, yeah i smoked some meat with with Meg the Stallion and her brother. That was a good time. <laughs> She's with her brother. Her brother Sylvester the Stallion. Yeah, Is exactly. <laughs> wow, they're you all did. The did you, do you yeah. know them? No, I'd never met. I'd never met them before that night. But, Who approached uh, who? She approached me, and uh -huh. she was adamant that I would get along with her brother. Someone backstage told me that she doesn't have a brother. So, <laughs> oh. 
Oh. Now I'm confused about this whole thing. <laughs> I don't know what I did that night, if I'm being honest. <laughs> and did you get along with her brother? He was, yeah, we really did hit it off with it, which is what's unfortunate because he might not exist from what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, like to the point where did you exchange phone numbers with Megan? I, I did get his you number. You did, wow. actually, yeah. That's crazy. Maybe you, him, and Stephen will get together exactly. sometime. Exactly. I hope so. Travis, call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was the first award show you ever went to? What's funny uh, is the first award I ever went to was in 2003. So 20 years ago, um, I went to the AVN Awards, uh, more commonly known as. The porno movie awards, right? <laughs> um, because I I had been I was uh, helping to write a movie about a porn star, which never got made. But um, me and Judd Apatow and Nick Stoller, who's a writer I work with, we all went to the porn awards together uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, wow. Yeah, and if you thought the Oscars were long, the porn awards are f five and a half hours long. <laughs> because there is so many categories. They give, to their credit, you think the Oscars was cutting categories? They give every, it's like, all-girl anal scene, boy-girl anal scene, outdoor anal scene, indoor anal scene, living room anal scene, swimming pool anal scene. It's truly, it's absolutely uh, remarkable. It's genuinely remarkable. And, and it's a lot like the Oscars and these other award shows where it's like they, they, they like, uh, I, was, I thought this was so funny. It's like, they, it's like if the host references someone, they cut to them in the audience. Like as though, right. you know, at the show you made fun of me, it cut to me in the audience and stuff like that. They do that at the award show, at the Port Awards. But every time they cut to someone in the audience, uh, like if it was a woman, she would like pull her boob out and just start licking her nipples. <laughs> every single time. And it was like, it was like if every time you cut to Bill Nighy, he just like pulled his nuts out and started like jiggling them around. Like it, it like a very like, and it was very like obligatory. It didn't even seem that like sexy. It was just like, oh, you're cut to me, time to pull it out and jiggle them around. It's what the people want. Gotta yeah. keep the show rolling. Um, and the speech, well, the other thing that left an impression on me is the speeches were very emotional. Like, oh. genuinely. For real? Emotional, for real. Real emotion. And then I also remember thinking, though, like, honestly, they deserve it. No one is working harder for these awards. You're right. And these porn stars. Yeah, you're right. Like, seriously. Yeah. You're right. I mean, honestly, like, Brendan Fraser worked hard in The Whale. Mm -hmm. You call me when he the whale. <laughs> I thought that I, I got another one. I love the cast of I love the cast of everything everywhere all at once. You call me when they everything everywhere. I will call you. Is there more? There might be more. Were they? Might, we could probably do more if we really think about it. <laughs> were you guys disappointed that you did not win the Oscars? Or were I you, was a little disappointed. Honestly, well, it was insult to injury. You know, I went there with the Fablemans, which I was honored to be there with, and we kept losing to All Quiet on the Western Front. And I'm like, I'm here with the most Jewish movie ever, and we keep losing to these Germans. <laughs> over and over and over again. That's a hate, that might be a hate crime. Hey, I, you know, might I don't know be right. I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't Googled that, but it might, I would look that up. We're going to take a break. Seth Rogen is here. This is his paperback. 
Rogan, this is his paperback uh, edition of his uh, autobiography, yearbook, memoir. What would Man, you call I don't know. Exactly? Sure, it's funny stories. Yeah, I haven't Very been that interesting stories. a life. So autobiography seems a little memoir. Th- those seem lofty, I would say. Sometimes I have to read these books, and, and I, I wish I, I didn't. And But with yours, I picked it up, and I really could not honestly put it down because there are so many funny stories in the air. Thank you. I wanted to make a book that was honestly, like, funny first and foremost. Like, I again, I don't think I've led a life that is wildly interesting or insightful, but I thought if I could make a book that genuinely made people laugh, like, really, really hard, uh, then I will... Have- Did you read it aloud to people after you wrote it to see if uh, the jokes were playing, or did you just assume they would be? Uh, no, I would I would just uh, go through my own process of pouring over every word with self-hatred and loathing until Is that right? I felt like it was good enough to release to the world, yeah. Now, did you, uh, did you release, are you like a hardcover or paperback kind of guy? Like, did you add anything to the paperback or subtract um, anything? I didn't. You know, there's a whole chapter I wrote about my interactions with Kanye West. I wrote the chapter maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. I did not... I did not update it, but in retrospect, maybe I would have uh, been a little harder on him. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right, because you kind of, you said, like, you think he's, um, you know, he's... I let him off the hook a little easy, yeah. Yeah. That was before, you know, he said he hated Jewish people. (laughs) (laughs) It just shows how personally I take things. I I let him get get away with a lot of crazy I was like, he's cool. And then he was like, Jews. I was like, this guy. But I didn't change it. I didn't change it. I, the, the, if, you know, the, the history will show I was pretty easy. Did, do you think Kanye saw the Fablemans? I, I, I know. <laughs> maybe, I think I maybe know. that could change his, uh, his whole perspective exactly. on That'll the whole the deal. Thing. Yeah. There are a, a lot of great stories about a lot of um, famous people. You never, are you ever concerned about uh, the aftermath, running into these people afterwards, or you don't seem like you are in general? Uh, I mean, I don't know. A little bit, maybe. Here, are you? Have famous people ever come up to you and said, like, oh, yeah. hey, funny man? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a very angry Fred Savage one time. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. I hear that's just kind of how he is. Huh? <laughs> 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 See, well, there you go. Now you're going to have yeah, an angry friend. No, but we, we wound up men- mending fences. But yeah, he was very upset with me at one time. And it does happen from time to time that people get uh, upset. Yeah, I have had a few people mad at me over the years. I've honestly made so many jokes about people that I forget the jokes that I've made about them, and they're mad at me for things that I genuinely have no recollection of, um, which has happened to me a number of times where I'll get a text from a random celebrity that's just like, F*** you, man. And I'm like, I don't even, I literally don't know what this is, what this is possibly about. And I'm always like, so sorry, just a joke. But I, I, I have no idea what it is, generally speaking. <laughs> well, that's one of the great things about smoking so much weed. You can really use that as an excuse it, for I, almost I, anything. It's wearing, it's, I, I clearly am pretty lucid most of the time, so yeah. I, it's, it's wearing thin. I dress too nicely to use it as an excuse. I know, now that you're in corduroy, yeah, it's a lot exactly. harder. Exactly, now that I have matching. <laughs> Do you remember the first time you hung out like in a group with famous people that made an impression on you? I do, actually, and um, 
I'll actually never, it, it was, uh, you know, when I first moved to uh, L.A., I was, I was 16 years old, and I started kind of writing jokes for comedians when I was, like, 17 and 18 years old. And I had no money. I was broke. My parents... Who did uh, you write for back then? Do you remember who, who you were Well, I would write, for? I would help Judd write out, and I would write... Uh, Gary Shandling was hosting the Emmys, and I would help. I wrote jokes for Gary Shandling. Who um, asked you to do that? Judd would ask me to help out with uh -huh. writing jokes and stuff like wow. that. So I would get to be in these rooms with these amazing comedians. Um, and actually, yeah, one of the first, like, cool experiences I had was I went to Judd's birthday party with, like, Gary Shandling, and we went um, to dinner at the Ivy, which is the most expensive restaurant in the known universe, if you've it's, ever heard yeah, of it. Yeah, it's expensive. It's yeah. really... And I, I had no money, and so... I didn't want to order anything too expensive because I couldn't pay for it. So I remember I ordered a side salad. And everyone else at the dinner is ordering, like, drinks and truffle pasta and all this <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and eat my side salad. And then at the end of the meal, the waiter brings the check. And Judd or Gary or someone's like, so we all just split it? We just do that thing where we all just split it? And I was like... I have no money. And I remember I ended up paying like $300 for my side salad that I did not have. And it's clearly pissed me off that it's it's 24 years later. I still remember you it. You never forget stuff like that. You never forget yeah. stuff like that. Never forget it, yeah. One time I was at the Ivy eating dinner and I came out and this car pulls up and the door opens and... Um, the special that night was Meatloaf, and the door opens, and this man gets out, and it is indeed the singer Meatloaf. And he <laughs> approaches me and embraces me. I had not met him before, but he was very nice, very friendly, and I, all I could say to him was, wait till you hear what the special is. <laughs> 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 I got a funny, I got a funny meatloaf story. That oh, I, great! Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know why. You can cut this if you want. No, but, uh, I, uh, we don't cut meatloaf here. It, we, eat yeah, it we eat meatloaf. <laughs> rest in, rest in peace. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace. That's right. Rest in peace. So yeah, I, I made this movie Sausage Party uh, years ago, and uh, <laughs> and in it, there's a scene where like I would do anything. Uh, for Love is playing, and, uh -huh. like, we realize, like, oh, the meatloaf sings I Would Do Anything for Love. It's a movie about food that talks. We should have there be a meatloaf. You cut to singing I Would Do Anything for Love. And in order to do that, we had to get the legal sign-off of Meatloaf, the guy, to do a, a cartoon representation of him as a meatloaf. So, <laughs> the, the, so the question became like, how are we going to pitch this to Meatloaf? And I was like, I'll just call Meatloaf and I'll and I'll explain it to him. Um, and so I got Meatloaf's number. And so uh, there was a time I was supposed to call. It was like two thirty on a Friday, and I call him, and the phone's ringing and ringing and ringing. And I call like ten times because I'm supposed to call him. Finally, Meatloaf answers. He's like, "Huh? What? Huh?" And I'm like, "Meatloaf, it's Seth Rogen." He goes, "Oh, you woke me up from a nap." So I'm like, "Bad start." Uh, <laughs> and then he goes, uh, "Why are you calling Seth?" And I'm like, look, "Look, Meatloaf." And then maybe you heard this. He goes, "Call me Meat." <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird thing to be commanded. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, meet. And then, why are you calling? And so I, I explained what I just explained. Look, meet, I have this film called Sausage Party Film. And in it, food talks. And there's a scene where we're using one of your songs. And we thought it'd be funny if we cut to a meatloaf singing the song, as your name is Meatloaf, the food. Meatloaf is also called Meatloaf. And then there was like 
30 seconds of silence. And then he just goes, yeah, I get it. And he hung up. <laughs> so wow. let us do it. The yeah. Mysteries of Meatloaf. Yeah. This is the book. It's called Yearbook. It is in paperback now. Seth Rogen, everybody. Thank you, Seth. We'll be back with Rachel Zegler. <laughs>